Good morning, good morning. Good morning, sir. Let me see if I can get some live power. How's everyone doing this morning? Good. You know, I am super excited to be able to preach God's word this morning. Um, as we continue on our topic that we've been talking about, our series, Therefore Go. Amen. Therefore Go, as we learn to follow the voice of who? God. God. With that being said, guys, let's go to God in prayer. Amen. God, you are truly, truly amazing. Father, we are so thankful that we can come to worship you this morning, Father. Right. Father, I pray that we don't miss out on the experience that we are coming here to do today. Right. And that's come, coming to worship you. Father, sometimes we can come for entertainment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can come to um, hear a good song. Right. But Father, we are here to worship you. Amen. Father, I pray again that we don't rob ourselves of that opportunity. Amen. But most importantly, we don't rob you of your praise that you deserve. I pray that again, we are, our hearts are open wide to your word. That, Father, that your word is amazing. Your word breathes life, Father. I pray that today that we can just hear what you're trying to say to us, Father. Yes. Father, we're just, again grateful for this time. Be with me, Father. Don't allow me to speak anything that you don't want me to speak, Father. Yes. Father, we love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, again, I hope everyone is having a great day so far, yep. a great morning. You know, again, I, I have heard a lot about this game night last night. Uh, again, let's go ahead and give uh, Frank a hand for an amazing <laughs> game night that, again, the young professional, is, again, was able to be a part of last night. Uh, again, I, I'm going to be at the next one, all right? <laughs> I'm going to be at the next one, okay? So, again, super, super um, encouraging about that. But, again, we have been doing... A series called Therefore Go. Therefore Go. Go do what? Do what God has called us to do. Amen. You know, we, we don't have to be very, we don't have to be cloudy at all on why we are here. Right. Again, we talked last week about making sure that we understand that we all have purpose. That's right. That we have an amazing designer. That 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 the scripture says that. In Jeremiah, that before I formed you, yeah. I did what? I knew you. That's right. I knew all about you, everything about you. Right. Again, so instead of talking to so many people about what we're supposed to be doing, mm -hmm. instead of talking to Facebook, well, Instagram, come on. again, all these different people who have many ideas on our plans. Right. Why not talk to God, Amen. who knows us best, That's right. that who, who has designed us with purpose in mind. Amen. Amen. Romans 12, 1, it says, therefore, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Mm -hmm. You know, again, so many times we can come in 
and think that a song or singing is worship. It's a part of worship. Right. Right? Again, praying is a part of worship. That's right. But us sacrificing right. our lives That's right. and becoming a living sacrifice right. is our true and proper act of worship. Amen? Right. Amen. You know, it says, therefore. Therefore. And therefore, it simply states, this is the reason why we do what we do. Yes. Come on. Why do we worship because of God's great mercy. Amen. Amen. Why do we come this morning and do this? I mean, I'm sure you guys could have been in your beds, yeah. enjoying, enjoying your beds, again, seeing some TV, some great TV, <laughs> right? But you chose to come and worship. And we always have to have a, a clear view on why we are here. That's right. yes. The reason why we are here I'm going to get this thing down one day. <laughs> Helen Keller said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. Come on. You know, again, we can have amazing 2020 sight but have no vision. Wow. You know, but... A lot of times we think vision is what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Come on. We think a lot of times vision is, okay, what the, why am I here? You know, again, we talked last week. Jesus gave his disciples clear direction. Yes, he did. Right. He said, I want you to go and make disciples yeah. right. of all nations. So he was very clear on why and what you were supposed to be doing. Right. Vision is, again, out of sight. And the reason why you understand, the reason why you do what you do is because of his mercy. Amen. The reason why we serve him because he died on the cross for us. Amen. The reason why we give and the reason why we trust him is because he laid his life down for us. Amen. And that's the reason why we do what we do. Amen. You see here, a beautiful sight, right? Mm -hmm. We see a neighborhood. A beautiful neighborhood. And again, this is going to bring us to our topic today. today. House Hunters. <laughs> you know, House Hunters is a, is a show that's been coming on for a long, long time. Again, it's been coming on for over 20 years. I cannot believe how old I'm getting. <laughs> it's, been, it's been on for a while. But again, typically the, the whole point of the show is that people are going and trying to find a home that meets their needs but also their wants. Right. So again, they have a list of three homes, and they'll go and look at these three homes and decide on a home at the end. And typically, the wife and the husband all part of this equation, right? And they're looking at this home, and the whole show is trying to trick you in believing that the husband is making this decision. <laughs> it's a trick. Right? It's a scam. That's the whole point of the show. But again, at the end of the day, we see where that is not the case. 
We, we see that that's not the case. They go in and they have their list of things that they must have. What are some things that you must have? So you think about a house, and I'm going to open it up. What are some things that you just have to have in a home? A dishwasher. A dishwasher. Oh. She says, listen, we're not moving into another house without a what? A dishwasher. It must have a dishwasher. Okay. What you got to do? Man cave. A man cave. <laughs> Absolutely. Frank, what you got, buddy? Great AC. Yes. It, it better have some AC. We're moving out very quickly. It is no AC. That's, that's a must. Right? That's a must. Absolutely. You got to have a coffee maker, man. Well, you got to have a coffee maker. Like, that, the coffee maker, it's got to have. I, 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 I don't know about that one, Chris. Absolutely. What you got? It, it has to have a garage. Backyard. A backyard. A nice backyard. We got one more right here. We got two. We actually got two more here and then one here. Yes. A roof over my head. Roof. I take it. Come on. She's spiritual, man. Come on. What you got? A gym. Some balls in here today. That's what I'm talking about. A gym in the house. It has to have a gym. Come on. Cut what you got. Okay, I need a fence in my backyard. It has to have a fence. We gotta have a fence, absolutely. Cool, what you got? Man. That's essential. Now you know what? I'm, I'm with it. And, and it has to have that. <laughs> You know, we have, there you go. we have all our wants. When we think about a home, we have all our things that, again, we know what makes a good home. But, you know, one of the things that we, we have to remember is as we are continuing in this series is that we are the home. You know, Jesus said, listen, my spirit is going to come and do what? dwell in you. Yes. And, and all these things that we must have, it's some things that Jesus must have. Come on. It's some things that he must have in order for that home to be a great dwelling place. Amen. In order for it to be a great dwelling place. And we've been talking about homes a lot. In Psalms 127, it says in verse 1, unless the Lord builds the house, Amen. the builders labor. In vain. Amen. You know, we can always be, again, striving and doing our own thing. But again, unless who builds it? God, the Lord, builds the home. Come on, amen. Go and turn to Luke 19, and we're going to camp out for the rest of our time here. Amen. Luke 19, starting in verse 1. It says, Jesus entered Jericho, and while and what was passing through, a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector, and he was wealthy. So again, he was, he was with you, Brian. He had a home gym. <laughs> he wanted to see Jesus, who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead of and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, 
He looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay in your house today. So he came down at once and he welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to murder. He was, gone, he was going to be a guest in the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said, Lord, look, here am I now. I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house. Because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save the lost. Amen. You know, a few years ago, a movie came out called The Black Panther. Yes. You remember The Black Panther? Yes, sir. And I remember just being excited about it. You know, to be honest with you, it was the first time that we were going to have a black superhero. Right. On, on a major screen. Right. Right. So again, I remember just being excited. And one of the things that was, was so funny about this time is that when you went to the movie theater, what was the attitude? You know why I'm here. So again, when I went there, me and my wife, we bought our tickets. And, and the woman said, what are you going to watch? And I simply said, you know why I'm here. <laughs> You know why I'm here. It's very simple. You know why I'm here. You know, at the end of this verse, Jesus, he makes it very clear on why he is here. And my question for you is, are you clear on why you are here? Amen. You know, he said, for the son of man came to seek and save what was lost. That was his purpose. That is the reason why I am here. And we see that we have Zacchaeus here. And it gives us some background on him. It tells us that he is a chief tax collector. So, again, with this being said, we understand that a chief tax collector in that day was not a good thing. So, again, he, he wasn't just, in their eyes, a drug dealer. But he was the biggest drug dealer. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again, he had lots of money. Again, what they used to do in that time, the Romans would take Jews. So he was a Jewish guy. Yeah. And they would take Jews and they would say, hey, listen, what we need you to do is collect taxes. Yeah. But you get this piece of paper and we're giving you authority to go collect. But also, in the meantime, you can collect a little bit more for yourself. So we, what we see and what we understand about Zacchaeus is that he extorted people. Yeah. That he got over on people. He would knock on your door and say, um, Tosin, <laughs> I need some money. But he would take your money. Your own people take your money. Again, they didn't look at these tax collectors as good people. Right. They were looked at as bad people during this time. They were looked at as, again, the worst of the worst because, again, why? They were taken from their own people right, right. what to make themselves rich. Yeah. 
And it says that he was wealthy. He was wealthy. But one of the things that we see in life as we try to do what we saw him, he, he was short. He couldn't see over what? The crowd. Right. He was short. He couldn't see over the crowd. <laughs> so what does he do? He climbs a tree. He's trying to see Jesus. You know why? Because out of his great wealth, he realized that he didn't have enough. That's right. That's right. You know, many of us can go through life trying to get to a certain point where we're comfortable. That's right. Many of us are trying to get to a point where we feel comfortable. Hey, I got my riches. I got my fame. I have my diploma. Right? I have all these things only to realize at the end is not enough. That this will not make you happy. A lot of us are trying to find our happiness in our success. A lot of us are trying to find our happiness in the things that we do. But the only thing that will bring true joy, true peace, is seeing Jesus. That's right. So when he heard about Jesus, what does he do? He goes and he climbs. My first point is that there are people today still climbing. That's right. That's right. There are people today right. that are still licking for Jesus. That's right. Come on. And if you are a disciple, that is your purpose. That's right. Your purpose is to help them to see Jesus. That's right. Come on. Again, not to help them see the crowd. Right. Right. Not to help them see success, but to simply help them see Jesus. That's right. Amen. You know why I'm here. You know, again, once they saw that Jesus finds this man. See, a lot of times in this story, we see that Zacchaeus was walking. And then Jesus was walking. He climbed a tree to do what? To see Jesus. And once he climbs this tree to see Jesus, he sees Jesus. And he thinks that, hey, I, I see Jesus. That's cool. I'm good. I can see him. And what does Jesus do? He immediately calls him down out of the tree. That's right. He says, short man. I mean, <laughs> hey, can you imagine seeing a short man in the tree? <laughs> that had to be an amazing sight. <laughs> that had to be an amazing sight. But he immediately calls him down. But what does the crowd do? They start grumbling. Yeah. Right? They start complaining. They're like, hold on. I know he's not hanging out with a sinner. Right. I know that, again, he cannot possibly be with this guy. Right. You know, a lot of times we can look at our lives that way. Right. That we, we look at our sin differently than everybody else. Hold on. You know, we have different levels to sin. Yes. And what Come we on. think is tolerable and what's not tolerable, right? Come on, Brian. And Jesus said, no, we all are what? Sinners. Sinners. Right. Matter of fact, there you go. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen. Look to your name and say, hey, you short. <laughs> Do you not know 
I don't care how tall you are, dude, I got news for you. Oh, come on. You short, buddy. We all are short. We all are short. And in our pride, we think that, hey, we can reach to a level where we're okay. I'm okay with God. I come to church. I, I do the thing. No, listen, we all are short. And, and one of the things that we don't keep a clear vision of that. If we don't understand, hey, out of God's mercy is why we offer our lives as a living sacrifice. It's not because of anything that you have done. See, in his mind, he thinks that he was his lucky day was he chose the right tree for Jesus to see him at. But he didn't choose the right tree. Jesus was looking for him. Jesus, that's the reason why he came to that spot. He knew exactly the location of Zacchaeus. He knew exactly where Zacchaeus would be at. He knew exactly where he would be at to hear his word. To be able to see him. But guess what? So many times we can get focused on what? The crowd. One of the things that we have to learn is that we cannot be in, we cannot be ligging at the crowd. But guess what? We cannot be the crowd. We don't need to point people to us. We need to be pointing them to see who? Jesus. Jesus. That's right. You know, one of the most important things that I think that a home must have is an open concept. One of the most important things a home must have is an open space. Again, we, you come in your home and you're able to just see the whole house, right? And again, me and Kim, we talked about this as we bought homes. And one of the things that we've always talked about is, hey, we, do we really want a true open concept? Because what if the kitchen is dirty? <laughs> That's real. Right, what if, what, if, what if, again, the kitchen is dirty and you don't want everybody to see your mess? Yeah. Right? And, and that's how we live our lives. Mm. Mm. Come on, Brian. See, we live our lives where we, we, we have a, a life where it's not open. Mm. And, and again, when we really understand that we are all in the same boat, yes. that we're all the sinners, yes. and it's not because you're perfect, or it's not because you're good enough. It's because of God's what? Mercy. His mercy. Amen. You know, he wants us to have an open concept. But a lot of times, this is our blueprint. This is how our hearts look wow. in our homes. That we put Jesus in certain spaces. Wow. Yes. In certain places. Wow. And we have limitations on where he can go. We put limitations on where he can go in our hearts. Like, Jesus, I need you to stay in the guest room. And a lot of times when we say, Jesus, I want, I want you to be at home at my guest. Yeah, you're going to be a guest. But you know what room he wants? He wants that master bedroom. He wants the master bedroom. But again, a lot of times we put him in so many different rooms. That's right. We put them in different places, and again, we have limitations on what we are willing to do. Right. But we see when he really 
sees the one who can save him. When he sees Jesus, mm -hmm. what does he do? He gives up everything. Right. He gives up absolutely everything. And he says, listen, even if I have cheated anyone, That's right. I'll pay him four times more. Now, to be honest with you, this is a little bit of the crowd yeah. talking. Why do I say this is a little bit of the crowd? Because he did put a little caveat in there. He said, if. <laughs> if. <laughs> you know that that's how you have made your career. Cheating people. And Jesus, Jesus stopped and said, hey, listen. Stop looking at the crowd. Focus on me. Be real. Be open. Stop licking at the crowd. See, he was trying to put on a show for the crowd. And he, he was like, listen, if I, no. Just be real. Come follow me. Wow. You know, he wants us to have an open concept. This is how our house should look. Come on. This is how it should look. It should be a place where he can come and roam. That he can feel, it as a, again, as a welcome guest in your home. And I'm going to ask you, do you feel like your home is invited? Do you feel like, again, that you allow the spirit to move in your house? Amen. Or do you only allow him to move where you want him to move? Right? Again, we want our man cave. You can't come down here, Jesus. Right? We want, our, we want our different places. We want our closet. Hey, listen. Everywhere in this house you can go, except in here. And he says, I want an open concept. And you're able to allow him to have an open concept when you do what? When you view God's mercy the way it should be done. You're able to allow those walls to come down because you see where you are before him. Yeah. Come on. We are filthy rats. Yes. It's not going to be because of anything that you have done to earn his mercy. You can't earn it. There's nothing that you can do that can earn what he says. Salvation comes to this place today. You cannot earn it. But out of <clears throat> view of that, having a great vision and understanding that we cannot earn our salvation. We cannot earn his great mercy. That's right. But the only thing that we can do is be grateful for it. Amen. The only thing that we can do is show gratitude for it. And that's why I say this is your true act of what? Worship. 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 This is how you worship me. You worship me when you submit and you lay down your life. And I know you're short. Mm, come on. I know. Come on. I knew it before I made you, you were short. And I still chose you. He chose us in our shortness. Dude never felt like he was short. You short, brother. We all are short. We all are short. Yes. Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Come on. Come on, man. 
starting in 18, actually, 28, 18. It says, then Jesus, it says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. The reason why we do what he's called us to do is because of his great love for us. Amen. You know, he said this right after he came back, after the resurrection. He came back and he said, listen, all authority, mm -hmm. all of it has been given to me. Yes. And this is, the, this is the call for us. He says, therefore, therefore what? Therefore. Because of this, because of the reason I died for you, now you go help someone else. The reason why you tell someone else about me is because you are able to see where you were at before me. You're able to see again the fact that you were short and you did not have enough. That again, no matter how successful you were, or unsuccessful you think you are, we all are broken people. Amen. Amen. And again, we all have a purpose. Yes. And he has a plan. Amen. A great plan. You know, last week, I showed a video of my son where? <laughs> I showed a video of him, again, he was supposed to run a play. A clear play. It says, hey, listen, we need you to go, and I, listen, we need you to go straight down the field. And he said, okay. <laughs> he did, but he went the wrong direction. <laughs> you know, many times in our lives, we have a clear plan and a clear direction. But sometimes, we can see the plan and still run it wrong. You know, many times in our faith, we see the plan. The plan is very clear on what he wants disciples to do. That's right. It's very clear. It's clear direction. He says, listen, I want you to go and make disciples. Right. And I want you to teach them to obey everything that I have what? Taught you. Very clear. But then once we get out of the huddle, we say, who's supposed to do that? <laughs> Who? Me? No, this is something that he has called us to do. This is the reason why you are here. Amen. This is the reason why we are here. And the reason why we have clear vision is because we see what we were saved from. We see what he saved us from. And our vision is very clear. Vision is what drives passion. You might be afraid to do what he has called you to do. He said, guess what? I'll cover you in that. You know why? He said, surely I will be with what? Be with you. 
He has called us to do some scary things sometimes. That's right. But guess what? He's with you. Some of us this morning have never made a decision to make him Lord of our lives. Some of us, again, have decided, hey, listen, I just want to see him. And he says, you know what? I want more than that. If you come to see me, I want to become a guest in your home. Will you allow me to come to your home? He wants to be in your home today. Amen. Amen. You play for these Come on. You know, I couldn't leave my son like this. So this is the this is the full video. Don't. When you're thinking about giving up, don't. When it look like you ain't gonna make it, keep going. When they tell you you can't, come on man, who are they? When they tell you you're not gonna make it, don't believe them man, don't believe them. You got to be relentless. Don't give up, don't give up. My simple message behind that is that he went on to score three touchdowns that game. And what's amazing about that is that, again, sometimes in our lives we feel like, hey, I just blew it. And we just give up. You know what? This is just not going to work. I try to do it his way. Again, I, I keep going and I try to do it his way and I keep running the wrong play. And he says, you know what? Follow me. Come on, bro. That's the message. The message is if you just follow me, then we'll go the right direction. You're trying to follow your own way. You're trying to say, hey, listen, I, I want to follow you from a distance. He's calling you today to follow him. Yes. We don't have to worry about messing up. Guess what? We're going to mess up. We all fall short. Nice. But what he's called us to do is allow him to be an open concept in our lives. That's right. Yes. Can you be open with that sin? Mm -hmm. Can you be brave enough to confess it? Can you be brave enough to say, hey, you know what? I'm broken. That's awesome. And what this does is, it allows others to be real. Amen. Those who want to see Christ, they understand that, you know what? I don't have to be perfect. I just need to follow him. That's right. Yes. So again, so many times people are looking at the crowd. And sometimes the church can be the crowd. We can be the stumbling block for people seeing Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the way that we do that is not being open. Yes. Right. And not allowing them to see our lives. Come on. Not allowing them to see that we are not perfect. Right. But we do serve a perfect God. Yes. Amen. We do serve a perfect God. Right. So therefore, go make disciples. Amen. Don't worry about being perfect. Because he knows you're short. Yes. To God be the glory. Amen. God, thank you so much for your great love for us. 
Father, again, we are so thankful for this time. We know that you're working, that you're always moving, Father. I pray that, again, you give us great vision. And the viewpoint is that we see ourselves before right. you. We see that, Father, that you loved us at our weakest. You loved us at our worst, Father. And you still decided to die. So I pray, Father, that our expression to that is that we'll walk by faith. That we don't know again exactly where we're going, but we know, Father, that as long as we're with you, we'll be okay. Father, help us, Father, to know that your love will break down any barrier right. in our lives, Father. Anything that we think that can hold us back from knowing who you truly, truly are, Father, that your love will tear that down. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that again we are looking to help others. I pray, Father, that again out of just your mercy for us that we see who you are. Right. Father, thank you again so much for this time. Father, we know that this is a great time that we can spend with one another taking communion, Father. That this is a time where we can remember the sacrifice that was done for us on the cross, Father. Father, I pray that we don't casually take communion this morning, Father. Father, that we don't take it out of ritual, Father. That we don't take it, Father, because this is what I do every Sunday. But we take it because we're grateful for your love for us. We're grateful for the fact that you loved us so much that you're willing to die for us. Help us, Father, to understand how much you love us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.